Hey there, welcome to the YouTube show. I'm Chris, have Craig with me, and from Nashville, Tennessee, the great Joe Castle. Joe, how are you doing? Great. Where? Who's this guy? Yes. Why has he got my name? I'm, I feel threatened. I, I'm trying to suck up. My work week starts tomorrow, and <laughs> I got to feel it's going to be busy. I don't know why. I, I've been, yeah, lately it's just been busy. Right? Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> it's it's shaping so, up that way. So, <laughs> so tomorrow I'm going to show for a million favors, and maybe he'll do all my work for me. So it starts now, dude. As, you are you you would be out of luck, man. I do not think anybody can handle their workload and all the work you do. So, uh, so that's not going to happen, man. Sorry. <laughs> I, I fooled all of you that I, that I supposedly do work. <laughs> I, I just sleep for eight hours. It's great. Right on. The best job ever. So. <laughs> and I see Joe's at a different – I'm trying a different location. It's in my office. It's just my camera's pointing a different direction, and Joe's got the plain white background. So I, Yeah, I uh, I am uh, downstairs at uh, okay. Casa de Castillo today. I am uh, – because we – the, the – the 13 year old, he has moved his gaming station. Oh. He, he got a new gaming uh, laptop a few weeks mm -hmm. ago. And uh, because what he plays on it apparently causes it to run so hot, he uh, mm. was using it at the dining room table because it was a flat Whoa. surface. It's not like his bed, right? Which was cushiony and caused it to overheat. Oh. On the dining room table was better. Well, he actually took the initiative to clean out part of the guest room that had you know like everybody's got a room that's full of junk well i wish it was just a room but you know one of the rooms that's piled full of stuff he managed to clear it off partially and like here's my new gaming i'm like okay rule uh -huh. number one you can't make this a cave but he's upstairs now <laughs> and then uh the the missus is as uh already retired upstairs so i'm like you know what i'll just do my yapping downstairs tonight we'll uh there you go. we'll okay. settle it that way so hence my studio for the evening. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I did my, um, for some reason, my Xbox One wasn't plugged into the internet. So I finally figured out how to do it. So I spent a few hours, I was off today, so I spent a few hours playing M MLB The Show. Where, mm. where Craig, you can, oh, I I was signed, like I could be my own player. So I was signed to some Tennessee Marley team. It wasn't Nashville Sounds. I was playing there, but I was hitting 150, and um, my ERA was over eight. I was like a Shea Otani, but I just didn't look that good. So the manager was glaring at me. Like, when I made a bad play, the camera go to the manager, and the manager's like, Arr. and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get fired soon. So I quit before I got fired. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Yeah, which might happen to my current job someday. You never know. It'll be good. Uh, but uh, – Crazy foreshadowing. Oh, that's bad. All right, well, let's talk about YouTube uh, tonight. Uh, tonight we were talking about uh, – I got questions. I, I got to admit, had a little bit of family thing, so I didn't get to get as much into the show as I hoped. But uh, we meet this guy in France who retired. And, you know, you either go to the, you know, the assisted living place or a mansion or where, however rich you are, but – he made the surprising decision to make his own treehouse. Yeah. Uh, Craig, uh, let's start with you. What happened? Uh, tell us a little bit about what happened with his story and what you think of it. Well, he's a, an English uh, businessman who he and his wife decided to retire to France 
And uh, in order to, I guess this is his version of a man cave where he wanted to have sort of a quiet, uh, quiet life and, you know, just kind of relax if he needs to and go out and read and, and maybe, uh, you know, relive his childhood. He talked a little bit about his uh, father uh, building him a uh, tree house when he was younger and he enjoyed it. And, you know, he, instead of maybe building a man cave, I guess you could say he decides to build a tree house to sort of honor his younger self. Right. Yeah. And I, I thought it was interesting too, that, uh, you know, uh, not for nothing, John, uh, no, no last name, John. So I guess his last name is no last name. Uh, but, uh, John, uh, you know, he's a, he seemed to be a, a typically retired, retired age retiree. Right. He didn't look, he didn't seem like he retired crazy early or anything. Um, but dude was still up there with his safety harness on, you yeah. know, swinging around the outside of the tree house and, and, and just climbing the tree with no harness at the tree house level, six meters above the ground. Yeah. I, if for nothing yeah. else, John gets a thumbs up for, you know, yeah. and he and built he, he made, himself. He built yeah, he referenced it. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's like, I did everything, you know talked about moving the beams and whatnot five centimeters at a time, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. uh, you know, regardless of whatever else guys do her, that's for sure. Is this his forever retirement home? Like, is he going to die in his home or? No, 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 no. Okay. This, this is his, his property and he's got a house on this property, but he also has this tree house. So the, the tree right. house is not where he like lives 24 seven. Okay. It's, it's more of like a, a nice man cave in a tree. Um, right. But, you know, because he, he's, you know, there's no kitchen in this tree house. He decided just to have a bed in a bathroom in a sauna, which everybody right. has a sauna right. in their tree house. Right. So, yeah. But so he referenced <laughs> the fact that he goes in and eats meals and, you know, it's it's more of a quiet space for him, sort of a man cave where he can. You know, if he wants to sleep in nature overnight, he can do that. If he wants to go out and read, he can. You know, he's got like a little uh, couch that he built in and he can sit and, you know, look out the window and look at nature. And it, it's it's kind of a nice setup if you like the outdoors, if you like the. Yeah, tons know, of light. Yeah. 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 You like the calmness that that the outdoors can bring at night. You know, it, it's a nice relaxing area for him. And, and even the sauna, you know, can heat his uh, little treehouse, too, which is yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, that was a good analogy you made too there. But yeah, it's it's it overly heats the treehouse if he's not careful. So okay, well that makes me feel better about the guy because you know I saw the steps for his treehouse and everything. And my wife and I, we actually went to a a real nice treehouse place for a romantic weekend. It was kind of fun. It was a real nice um, place up there and everything. But I'm thinking, man, we're there in the summer when the weather was nice. Can you imagine if that was your home trying to get the steps when it gets right. icy? Right. So I, I thought the poor guy, I mean, like, you know, if that's his retirement home, he's going to slip and fall, you know, off the top of the treehouse or something. It's going to be rough. You know, and, and I don't know. I wouldn't say, I mean, they, they had, it looked like a nice place. And I mean, the house certainly was, was, wasn't shabby. I mean, that they're mm-hmm. the actual house that they lived in. Um, but it didn't seem like it was huge necessarily. I mean, there was some, there was some ground and they've got a garden out back. Um, you know, more of an English style garden. It looked like rather than mm-hmm. our, our Americanized row crop, you know, corn and beans and taters and whatnot. But, uh, okay. it was, yeah. uh, um, 
you know, I got the impression that guys got a little scratch maybe, but yeah. you know, okay. he built the whole thing himself. He didn't hire a crew to come in and bring yeah. a crane and, and, and make it all happen. So, and for 10,000 euros as well, like that's not really, that's that's really crazy. Nice. a little over 10, it's what 10,500 or something. Right. American. And, so he, he didn't really have to spend a ton of money to, to have, you know, a septic system in there, running water, right? I mean, size bed on those little, steel pylons. You know that he the, yeah. the the pipes that he used to support. I mean, there was some shoot. There was thousands of dollars worth of of wood between the pine and the aspen for the sauna. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, uh, you know, he was. I wouldn't say it was a frugal project, but it didn't look like he wasted a whole lot of money. No. How, how big was his house? I mean, like. He, uh, he, I think he said it was something, um, in but he, he put it put in like square meters, of course, right? Yeah. Um, okay. It's it's not a, a huge house, but I mean, it's got like a wraparound porch, and he has like this chair that he bought in, I think it was Thailand years and years and years ago that he's had at every apartment and house he's ever had. But you know, it's got a, a queen size bed, a, a small bathroom, but then you've got the sauna. And you've got this little nook area where he can, you know, sit on a, a, a couch and read. So right. it's a pretty good sized place for $10,000. Yeah. And, and, you know, he even had that one little nook where he had his coffee maker and some, yeah, you know, yeah. some, some glasses and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, really he could have, I mean, for the cost of like a mini fridge and like an RV style two burner, like gas stove. I mean, you know, 500, he could have used an extra 500 bucks, uh, maybe a thousand, I guess, if you want to put a little kitchen, he could have put a kitchenette right there yeah. Oh, yeah. for minimal expense and actually made it a tiny, a fully functioning tiny house because the bathroom was small. But when he opened the door to it, I was like, that is an, it's a nice, but small shower. Yeah. You know, oh, there, yeah. Are, there are plenty of, plenty of RVers driving around and, 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 you know, recreational vehicles that are a hundred grand or more that wish they had that bathroom because it was well, more spacious than a lot of the ones I've seen in RVs. So, but like you said, if he's got a regular house. I mean, he's already right. ahead of the game. I mean, it, this is his separate house. I mean, oh, yeah, how many of us house. has a separate house? I mean, I wish I had a separate house in the, my backyard, which uh, if my family was, it's not my family. You know, I love my family, but you know, be nice. Um, right. I don't think I've shared with you guys. Um, I think it was like two weeks ago. We got invited to a birthday party. Um, kind of about 20 minutes south of Columbus. It, it gets rural. Columbus is very city-centric, which is cool. But you get 20 minutes out of the city. You get in the country. I mean, it's not like it's city for hours and hours around. But this is kind of cool. We went to a birthday party with my daughter, one of the kids in the class. And she – they had um, – woods all around their house it was in a nice like allotment neighborhood but you go past the, this allotment and you go in the woods and there's this house in the woods well this guy's got a private little house in the back we well, has two of them one's just like kind of dingy shed and i was like hey what you got in there is that another shed he's like oh no it's my man cave and he's got a nice tv he's got other stuff yeah it's a one-room house i mean i'm, I'm sure the tree house is a lot bigger but he's got a place to hang out. 
And between his house and this little main camp house, he's got a hot tub. And I was like, I want to move in. Or, you know, <laughs> how much would it cost for me to do this at my, you know, neck of woods? Oh, it was very nice. I'm very jealous of the way home. So. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive what people are able to do with these tiny houses. I mean, this is one of many videos that we could have chosen. And I, I guess I chose it because of the uniqueness of it, because it's, you know, it's built around a 60-year-old tree. So it's kind of cool. But, you know, it's impressive what, what people are doing with tiny homes and, and making them yeah. look spacious, like you wouldn't be claustrophobic in them. And, you know, there's some nooks and crannies that you have to, you know, understand with them that comes with it but you know for the most part it's pretty impressive when you see these homes and how they sort of unveil it and you kind of get jealous because they don't pay two hundred and three hundred thousand dollars for these houses and they can live modestly but pretty you know they live modestly but they also have some nice bells and whistles that go along with these places right right Definitely. yeah yeah it's it's really kind of um interesting to see too how and i just looked through the the some of the other videos from this uh from these youtubers um was a living 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 big in a tiny house i think yeah, was the name of it. yeah. yeah. um and i thought it was it was pretty interesting how many how varied the takes are getting to be on tiny house living yeah. you know um because not for nothing you know married with with the kid and whatnot you know couldn't make it happen now but i mean i'm seeing ideas i'd be like i would like you were saying chris i could i could see putting that somewhere and saying here's the man cave or this is yeah. my or she shed whatever right. <laughs> whatever you know whoever wants to have the the kind of like a private space where it's an art studio or a place where you can go bang around on your guitars and not drive somebody crazy or or you know whatever it's going to be, go watch the game, put a foosball table out there. And that's what it is. You've got a mini fridge and it's stocked with your favorite brew and you're playing, you know, you know, air hockey and, and foosball, what, whatever, you know, there's just so many um, uh, cool ideas that people are starting to, you know, and I, I never would have dreamed it when I first heard of the tiny house craze, however many yeah. years ago, you know, it's really, really creative. Well, they're making them out of shipping containers and yeah. buses and, Yep. It's just incredible, you know, how they can make something that people just kind of throw away in their minds and don't think much of. Right, right. And, and make it interesting. Like, you know, I could never think of living in a shipping container, but, you know, there's a video that they have of people that live in a shipping container. Then they, yeah. there's even videos, too. What I like, too, is most people probably think of these as being you know, retirement homes or starter homes for families that are, you know, pre-children family. But they also have videos that feature some families as well that, you know, have a couple of kids. So, you know, it's, it's kind of unique to, to see it's not just for single people or, you know, retirees or, you know, a husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. It, it could be for anybody. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and, and I don't know. I've gotten kind of interested in minimalist type stuff. I mean, it's not like my stuff, but you know, my house, I think I got maybe 1,200, 1,100 square feet. I, I live in Columbus, but I don't have room for anything else. I mean, we got two kids and you just don't have room. I mean, we're jamming stuff in and 
I keep telling my wife, and it's hard with kids. These kids don't want to get rid of anything. But I'm like, let's get rid of half the stuff. I mean, seriously. I mean, <laughs> right? Yes. It gets rid of me. Half my stuff could go. And there's stuff I definitely would want to hang on to. But, oh, it would just, oh, it would be so amazing if I could pull that off. Problem is, half my, all my stuff is a work problem or anything. I wish I could say, man, if I got rid of half my stuff, look at all the money I'd earn. You know, <laughs> yes. I got more money to buy stuff for all nights. But, yeah. you know, my kid breaks stuff, and, you know, obviously broken stuff is not worth anything. So it's kind of tough. Hey, I, I got an idea for next week. I know we kind of talked about a tiny house this week, but um, I saw something that my wife likes, and yeah, my wife's not a big podcaster or likes these YouTube videos, uh, but check this out, and I just lost it. Kirsten Dirksen. Um, you know how you can get into a um, a really weird YouTube bunny trail sometimes where you watch stuff and you're like, why am I watching these all night? Well, I, I've been interested in real small houses in New York City or apartments in New York City, mm-hmm. how they look, how they work and everything. Well, my... I showed my wife, and she was really interested in this. Uh, she has a video of this New York family that it's a 420-square-foot apartment, but in essence, it's 1,100 square feet. This is a six-in-one room. you got stuff you know, coming in from the walls, from the bedrooms, from the kitchen, and everything. It's fascinating. If you guys don't mind, should we make that the video for next week? Yeah. Sounds yeah, good. Sounds, sounds intriguing. Okay. A little bit similar, but instead of the free house out in the countryside of France, now we're going into New York City itself. It was interesting, and my dream is have my wife come on with us one night, and that might be something she'd come on for. Some of the other videos, she's really not into Mr. Beast or anything else like that. So we'll see if that works. So I'll send you a link. We'll look at that for next week, so it should be good. Um, trying to think, anything else going on with you guys this week? No, not really. Just um, trying to, you know, settle into the summer rhythm, um, the annual uh, Independence Day fireworks extravaganza oh. in, our na- in our neighborhood began last weekend. Uh, so uh, our Finnegan, the yellow lab, who is a, a wonderful dog, and he is a very good boy. But, you know, it's driving him nuts. Bang, bark, bark, bark. Whistle, yes. bang, bark, 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 you know, so... And yeah. we, we don't yell at him any, you know, it's not, that doesn't do any good. You comfort him. He's barking to self-soothe. We understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, man, the yeah. mortars are just going off. Yeah. <laughs> we got a quiet, I'm surprised I got a quiet window here for the podcast. I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we've got a dog that barks a lot and um, two autistic kids that get freaked out with, um, fireworks so oh yeah i'm sure yeah it's um and down here too i don't know if it's like this in nashville or clarksville or anything um people show off guns when like uh what was it uh, new year's eve and um there was something else down here i i wasn't living here when ohio state won the last national title but there was some big celebration with they're shooting guns off don't shoot your guns off in the middle of the night don't shoot your guns off anytime yeah. Well, uh, but yeah. especially in the middle of the night. Come on. Yeah, I, uh, I am. I would not say I'm. I'm an anti-gun person, but I will say, I am a pro-gravity person. And the old adage, "What goes yeah. up must come down." 
I mean, it's it's no joke that that those projectiles yeah. come down and hit places and sometimes people. And it's you know, please don't do that. Please. I fall. Yeah. yeah. Well, I fall asleep early at night, so when my kids wake me up screaming and because they're scared of the guns. Uh, it's tough. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's guns. It's any loud noise. It's like if there's a bad thunderstorm at night or anything else like that. That kind of freaks me out. So kind of kind of tough stuff. So all right. Um, we did some promos last week. Let me do a quick promo. Earlier tonight, we talked about Ryan Day, Craig and I, the Ohio State coach, trying to figure out what he, he's not getting as much respect. Uh, there was a letter to the editor in the. Uh, this week's Columbus is bad, saying that he'd be like the third or fourth best coach if he was in the SEC. So we talked about that, trying to see if there's merit to it or not. So I had a good conversation about that. And then coming up in a few minutes, um, I'll say the great, because everybody comes to the show is great. Uh, Peter Holland, he's a newer reporter from the uh, Canton Repository. He covers a lot of football up there. The USFL is in their playoffs, and for some weird reason, the USFL play all of their regular season games in Alabama, and for some reason they decided, what the heck, let's play our, all of our playoff games in Canton. So, last Saturday they held their semifinals in Canton, and this weekend they're holding their title game in Canton, and nobody showed up at the game. So, we're going to talk to Peter about what's going on. They've already committed to another year. I'm kind of surprised they are. Um, Joe... I didn't watch him the game, but from seeing the highlights, it looked like a high school crowd. It was weird. I mean, I think one of the games was on NBC. One of the games was on Fox. I mean, they're trying to give all this national publicity, and it just doesn't seem like people are going for it. Well, and, you know, too, we had some we had some coverage in the uh, USA Today Network in Ohio, out of Canton, and uh, about the, the USFL playoffs. I mean, there are some guys playing. There are some top tier, I mean, some high caliber players there who've got another shot at the NFL, you know, but it's in front of the crowds, as you're saying that it's like a high school crowd or in some cases, not like a high school crowd, not even a high school crowd. Cause let's be honest, some high school crowds are really pretty impressive at, at football games. So, yeah. you know, it was, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It is kind of surprising to see, see a crowd like that, especially when you're talking about, you know, some guys who, Couple couple of years from now, you know, a few seasons in the future, they might be playing at you know at NFL stadiums. So, yeah, yeah, and I really think I'm, I'm going to make this argument with Peter is saying you got tied a little bit more in the NFL. Like I want a relegation system, like you you see in European soccer, where right. you know obviously NFL is your main league, but the maybe the XF underneath USF under that. If you win your league, you move up. If you lose your league, you move down. Wouldn't that be great? No, yeah, I think it would be fantastic, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it'd be great. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it'll if, never happen. Yeah, but, but they got taught me nothing else. It's yeah, me that's worthwhile. <laughs> well, but they got to find more ways to link in with the NFL because it's just it's not. You got to get more recognizable names. So it's tough. All right. Um. Oh. Uh, we're adding promos this week. Um, I fixed my Cash App link. Hey, thank you for listening to the show. There's so much stuff out there. I appreciate you taking your time. But if you're sitting there, if you like the show, great. If you don't, we understand. But, hey, click the link for Cash App. Download the Cash App app. 
uh, it's a great way of sending money to each other. Um, say Craig and I are out to eat, and Craig picks up the meal, and I'm like, Craig, I gotta pay you some money. We got our cash apps. I can send ten bucks to Craig, or however much our meal is. Really easy way of doing it. It's very similar to PayPal. Um, I my renter. I own. I still own a house in Camp. Trying to sell it. It hasn't worked yet. Um, but he pays me each week or each month in cash app for the rent on the house. It's so easy. Um, you link your debit card to it. It quickly goes to your bank. I uh, I just click one click and it goes from cash app to my bank once he pays. It's fantastic. So if you sign up for Cash App, you get five bucks. Just click our link, you'll get five bucks dropped in right away. So you can get make five bucks for just listening to the show. That's all you have to do. And then um, we we're partnering with a company on contest. Our big contest this week is a five hundred dollar Amazon gift card. It's not just for our listeners, but um, we're partnering. So if you want a chance of winning, I sign for that link too. All right, well, thanks, guys. I'll do a little shorter show because we got a guest coming at 10.30. But for Joe and Craig, this is Chris. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.